we're all recording. We fucking did it. Episode 400 of Welcome to Our Podcast. They said it couldn't be done, and all the naysayers were like, what? You can't possibly love each other for 400 episodes, and we fucking did it in your face. It's not 400, babe. I'm practicing. Welcome to Our Podcast. It's uh, July 50th. 2020 and we're having such a good time we have so much shit to talk about today this gets looser every week but that's part of the adventure tighten it zoe that's not even where it's getting looser okay well hear me now uh what's up hi hi how are you i'm fine how are you i'm good i feel like my life is coming back to normal i can't i can't hear myself I thought you were going to say coming mm-hmm. to an end, and I didn't like it. You no, can't hear I yourself? Feel, yeah, I, that's a little bit better. Um, nope, I can hear myself there. Fine. Uh, anyway, uh, I feel like my life is starting to slowly come back to like normal, and I feel good about it. Uh, but did find out that my color order won't be here until Wednesday. And why is that a problem? Uh, because I need color to do my clients. Hmm. Do them in black and white. That's not how that works. What color does your client want their hair to be? And is there a way they want to pretty. fake it? That's what they want, pretty. Pretty, so you call up the store and you say, I'll take two tubes of pretty? <laughs> I'm not even a hairdresser, dude. You should be answering these questions. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I could be a hairdresser. Yeah, you could. Wouldn't pretty be the only color that they would sell? Yeah, I mean, yes. In in theory, yes. Give me 50 tubes of pretty and you're you should be good for months. Yeah. So there's different different colors of uh pretty. Uh-huh. So um I need the rest of those colors cuz I don't have a full This person wants all the colors? Oh my god. I don't get it. Let's move on. I don't get hair. How are you? I'm fine. I'm excited to... I'm reading a book, and it's making me excited to just be creative all the time. I've been talking for weeks about how I've been making stuff. It Mm -hmm. makes me feel good to make stuff. It's also been making me feel really good to be quiet as a mouse. (laughs) Hold on. I got some quiet as a mouse stuff in here somewhere. (laughs) <laughs> that wasn't maybe as good as I thought it was gonna be. But when you're <laughs> when I'm quiet, uh-huh. I feel like I get really good ideas. When I'm quiet for like an extended period of time, okay, I feel like I I get better ideas. Mm-hmm. And you like you, uh, I start to hear what I want to do when I'm quiet for a long time. Okay, and then when I take. Uh, long breaks from stuff like social media or Twitter or watching anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you go back to it. You, I'm like, why do I keep saying you? I'm like, I could do something like this, but th- this, I'm seeing this missing from this thing. So I could do that. Mm-hmm. And I like that a lot because mm-hmm. that makes me feel like less like uh what can I contribute to noise and more like 
how can I make the noise a little more tolerable for even just me? That's good. Yes. So when once the noise gets loud, do you calm it down like quiet like a mouse? Yes. I'm trying to figure out if this one's James Corden or not, and I, I really can't tell. I, I don't, don't think, think it, it is. is. <laughs> I'm going to fix that. I'm going to say uh, no. Zoe, uh, we asked for questions from Twitter. We uh-huh. got a bunch of good ones. Yes. You uh, always have questions from the Discord, which I we can get do, to I later. I have to pick, pull that up. No, don't even pull it up because we got we – all got, I'm telling you is we have so many things to talk got, about. So let's just start. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, if only if you want to help me out, great. One more thing to do. And we're recording. Sorry, Drake. Um, of course, video episodes of this show brought to you in full. If you're a Patreon member edited with love and caring by Dram Canaron. By Drake McIntosh. He's a bird. (laughs) And, uh, Zoe, what, why would they, um... Who thought it was a good idea to name cranberry juice uh, Ocean Spray? I don't know. Ocean Spray. Huh? Ocean Gandam style. <laughs> Did you know. ever even question that when you no, were small? Never. Ocean Did Spray. You? What do you think? Did you or was this like a recent like? Well, I wrote it down, Zoya. So it was recent. So, so no, you did not ever question this as a child. As a child, absolutely not. Okay. Because you have a limited <laughs> understanding right. of everything. Right. Somebody says ocean, you immediately think back to either your own experience with the ocean or whatever mom and pappy told uh-huh. you that the ocean was. Uh-huh. But now that I have all these different life experiences, different experiences with juice, different experiences with different bodies of Waller. What? <laughs> what would ocean spray taste like? Cranberry juice. No. <laughs> Be honest. What would a drink called salty, ocean spray? Salty water. It would taste like salt and rust. Maybe seal piss. It tastes like low tide. Cranberries don't even grow in the ocean. No. So what? This just goes to show you how much liberal media lies to you. (laughs) (laughs) Why were we led to believe? Why were, why, why was this? I honestly don't know. I want to make a, a pastry called dirt rust. Dirt rust. Yeah, but such a nice, maybe a beignet. Yes. Something nice and airy, sugar, maybe a nice treat at the end of the day. And I want to call it Dirty Rust Buckets. Dirty Rust Buckets. What do you think about that? I kind of like it. Because Ocean Spray as a drink is disgusting, but it sounds like something very nice, like something a poet would long for. And then I sat on the deck beneath wind chimes and thus ocean spray dancing across my mustache and my hat i'm always wearing a hat and as i wait for the day to end and feel the ocean spray (laughs) why is this person yelling on my face (laughs) this person yelling at it's the poet he's feeling it you know so upset poets get so upset so upset did you know that cranberries grow in the northern part of the United States? 
Major production areas are New Jersey, Massachusetts, Oregon, Washington, Wisconsin. Wisconsin's then, a perfect example. And the Canadian Of provinces. a place that should have nothing to do with the name Ocean Spray. <laughs> and the Canadian provinces of British Columbia and Quebec. Hmm. And the Ocean Spray. Is that all you have to say about? Yes. Okay. Great. What else do we got there? Uh, you I wrote do down have something a lot. about. I wrote down something about. Did you hear that that younger kids are having parties because they're not afraid of death, and then um, like betting on to see who can get COVID first? People are fucking dumb as shit. I read that those things were happening, and then I read another article that says like it's one of those things where it's like somebody heard that that might be happening, but it's like sloppy re- reporting across the board and that no one, people are having parties and like being negligent and shit like that. But, uh, it reminds me of like source fed when we would just see a headline to an article that would be fun to write about. Mm-hmm. That wasn't necessarily true because no sources could be confirmed or whatever. Right. And right. we would do it anyways because we didn't want to do something boring. Mm-hmm. I was reading my, um, if you had to get COVID, what is, what would be your preferred way to do it? I, I'd prefer not to have it going a little bit outside of the line ever. Of questioning. Yeah. I don't want it. I oh, okay. That changes everything. Don't need it. Shouldn't have it. What are you doing right now? I was looking for, uh, somebody was talking in, uh, the next door app about a party that was had on the 4th of July. Somebody was narking out on a party in the next door app. Yeah, and they were pissed off. Dude, I'm not on the next door app, but I could only imagine it's like, you know how in every neighborhood there's the one middle-aged lady looking out her blinds at everyone so and just the one so get you off know. and she's married to get off my lawn guy and they're very like they have missionary style sex once a year. Diane. <laughs> very <fucking> Diane <laughs> posted even a picture of the house. It's okay. here. It's here. It's this house. This house. We're having a party in this house. <laughs> Last night, July 4th through early Sunday morning, July 5th, a massively loud party with concert level music was being held at. Cannot verify if this house was also shooting off fireworks. Around 1.30 a.m., some party go- goers arrived blasting loud, deep bass tones. <laughs> From their vehicle that caused our house to shake. Unfortunately, I made the mistake as I was unable to get any sleep to open my front door and yell out, knock it off. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Read that part again. I was unable to get any sleep to open my front door. No, 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 no. Hold on. Make that sentence make sense. Unfortunately, I made the mistake. Quote. As I was unable to get any sleep, end quote, uh-huh. to open my front door and yell out, knock it off. Why was that part in quotes, first well, of all? It's, it, fucking, not quotes, fucking brackets. Okay? Okay. Because she was unable to fall asleep anyway, so she decided that she was going to open the door. People who have a point to make love using brackets. So she opened up her front door and she said, hey, knock it off. The response back to me was, don't shoot, ha ha. 
Then I heard what sounded like someone slamming their hands up against the side of my house. I heard other neighbors confronting the party goers to go home and that they were too loud. They uh-huh. didn't care. Sounded like a group of 50 to 100 people. <laughs> After that. That's a big, you're, you're casting a wide net there. There's After a lot of that, room for era in, in 50 to 100 people. It sounded like it could have been 10 or 1,000 of them. <laughs> After that, sounded like a lot of arguments amongst themselves. Very heated confrontations. Oh, no one gets in a fight at a party. <laughs> Seems everything settled down after 3 a.m. Anyone else have an issue with these renters from this house? Of course, at 8.30 a.m., all is quiet. See, here's what you 44 do. 44 comments. On this, if you're a a fun neighbor, and this is your, let's say you own a house in this neighborhood, and someone else is renting this shit and throwing a large party, I would have fucking went over with my mask. Of course, it's an option, right, to go over, get crunk juice with a mask on, and to not social distance and drink wine coolers and do whatever the fuck to discuss your favorite episode of Long Island Medium or whatever the fuck these people were doing, right? But if you're really upset about this party going on in your neighborhood, you wait until 8.30 in the morning or even earlier, 7.30 in the morning, and then you pull your shit outside their house and then you start playing your music when they're all hungover as fuck. You go in and mow their lawn. Do you not remember? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Or you just leave a lawnmower on in front of their house. Right. There you go. Right under their bedroom window. Fuck you, asshole. Everyone should have an extra lawnmower to fuck with uh-huh. their with their neighbors. Absolutely. And you got to think about, like, if they're ruining your night. You egg their house. You ruin their morning. Yes. Play B.I. Ooh-wee. Because you can't call the cops on this. So this is what's at, what is happening, too, is you can't call 911 on this. You have to call a non-emergency number for this. Like 468 or just pick yes. any three numbers. 311. Uh, What's the 4-1-1, hun? Uh, so, and if there's more than one complaint about the same house, that's when they send a patrol car. So why don't the 44 fucking people... In the comment section, this is another thing about those apps. They just want to complain mm-hmm. and like commiserate, yes. but they don't want to solve the problem. No, never. You don't solve the problem by telling people about it in an app. That does nothing. That just shows people Diane. that you have a problem. Yeah. I want to tell everyone except the people who could help solve it that I have a problem. Diane, you got a big problem on your hands. Diane, go get fucked missionary style once a year. <laughs> So keep going. Let's let's move on. A disrespectful thing to say. <laughs> um, so tomorrow, Tuesday, we have that show, Cooking Alone with My Wife, the pilot episode coming out. And me and you and Tom Bosco worked real hard to make it into a television show. So we're releasing that on uh, YouTube.com slash Mike Falzone sometime Tuesday morning. That'll be fun, and the Patreons got the first five minutes of it for free to to let us know what they thought, hey. and uh, they seem to like it. So I'm um, excited to to show you guys that finished product because I like making, even if it's not going to be, I, I don't know what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. It might happen once, might happen a thousand times. Mm-hmm. It's just nice to work hard on something for more than a day or two, mm-hmm. and to 
release it. So I'm excited for you all to see that if you're interested in that. Learn I thought how to it was make pretty good. Cheesy chicken rice. Zoya saw it. Um, here's a weird memory I have from high school. Getting hurt doing sports and wondering how it would affect my ability to hook up with chicks. Really? Yeah. I specifically, I was thinking about, I think I was looking through Welcome to Our Podcast clips. Okay. And it was like right after you had burned yourself uh-huh. and you had a mark here in betwixt your your Cupid's bow or whatever the fuck they call it. Is that what they yeah, call it? Yeah. And then you had your shit on your chin. And I remember like in soccer or in baseball or something or picture sport. I was about to say, or basketball, just picture sports. And I would get hit in the lip and I would have a fat lip, but I would have like a date that night or something. And my first and only thought would be how could I get her to not think it's weird to kiss me with a fat lip? Rather than just saying, oh, I guess I'm not getting kissed tonight. I would be like, well, I can't not get kissed tonight. So (laughs) how do I make it cool to kiss somebody with a fat lip? Do you ever think about any of that? No. Okay. Should we move on? I was going to say bad jokes, but keep going. Keep going. Moving on. Moving on. It was a bruise on my lip, Zoya. Okay. Mike, you weren't really kissing anybody in high school. Um, we clearly didn't knurl each other back then. Also, we know for a fact that I can't toss that bar back across the table because not all of us had nicknames about it. The makeout bandit? Makeout bandit. Some girls would be like, don't date him. He's a player. That was me. And then I would say, don't hate the game. It's soccer. And it hurt my lip. (laughs) (laughs) We asked uh, you on Twitter to uh, toss up some questions because I think that uh, a very important element to content Uh that is missing in a lot of content, an area that when I'm quiet, I see an opening that I'd like to jump through Okay, is that you can make stuff because you like to make stuff and that's perfectly fine. Right. But if you can make stuff that you like that also could help somebody else or have some benefit to somebody else, that's the money shit. That's that. that. So when we want to do that, we ask for questions on Twitter and on the discord and we say, Hey, what can we help you with? What would you like to hear us talk about? So maybe at the very least, we have some added value to at least one of these people. Caleb says, Caleb, hey. I think my roommate is using my loofah in the shower. Blech. Blech. It's often wet and in a different spot when I go to use it. Blech. How do I find out for sure if Ask. he is? <laughs> and and if so, how do I confront him about it? Let me tell you something else. Unless you're a gay Living with another guy is the goddamn worst. Two straight guys or more living with each other from right. personal experience. I only, I only say, I pretty much only know, with very few exceptions, very clean, meticulously groomed gay guys. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing that it's a... I mean, there's gross... Everyone's gross sometimes, I guess, but maybe a less gross environment than several straight guys living together. There came a point in my life where I was completely intolerant of living with anyone who wasn't you. Right. Because it's bad. It's a bad idea. 
Oh, man. The older you get, the batter of an idea it is. It's a batty, batty idea. Because shit like this happens. And if you live alone, or if you live with a girl who doesn't want to touch your shit because you're gross and a guy. Yeah. You don't have to worry about shit like who's using my loofah, why are their hairs sticking out of it. Dude, get yourself a shower caddy and take all of your shit out of the shower every time you leave the shower. But then where that do you, is you fucking, put it on the deck? No, you, you put, put a it, it, well, fucking put it in your fucking closet, wherever. So now you have damp shit in your in your in your dark closet, making your closet and all your hood years smell like mold. No, there's no fucking way. If he's using, ugh. I hope that you don't use it anymore. Okay, that's first and foremost. If you think that your roommate is using your shit don't use it yeah are you looking at it and being like oh he fucking used this oh god that's the (laughs) (laughs) that's so gross as i rub it all over my bail yuck Uh, um so i can't i mean you don't have to because i would never use any of your shit dude i uh i would never use cleaning i i would never Look at a, a loofah or a sponge or anything you keep in the shower and say, oh, my one of my friends or someone I don't even get along with, but somebody who helps me pay the rent on this place uses this to clean the filth off of themselves. Maybe I could also use it to clean the filth off of myself. No. My college roommates wouldn't let because i don't want to be in a place where i'm always like talking down and say i would never do this fuck your roommate for doing this i'll say that i was the dirty kid in college and none of my friends would ever let me use their nail clippers and i didn't think that was gross but they thought it was horrendous your thoughts i could i could see where where they think that's that's nasty why because you don't have anything to sanitize it with Uh or you know and I know that you and I have had this argument about nail trimming and not argument, but cut your nails. I wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't let me use your nail clipper. No, I wouldn't. Then it's not the same argument, is it? Okay. No, it's not. It's not the same argument. We're having a different argument, Zoya. Hit him with it. No, it's not. It's not the same argument. We're having a different argument. Hit him with it. No, it's not. It's not the same argument. We're having a different argument. Hit him. Okay. Well. Lex says, <laughs> what's one smell? I like this one a lot. I favorited it. Okay. At Welcome Pod. If you want to be part of the favorite committee, here's one. What is one smell? Stop doing that. What is one smell from your childhood that you'll always remember? Oh my God. I have, I had an, dude, I had an argument. I I had a, God damn it. I had an answer for this instantly, but it's probably not the answer that a lot of people would enjoy or expect. I think we have the same. I think we have the same exact. <laughs> Dude, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Let's say it on One, three, two, two three. three. Cigarette smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Let's celebrate. Uh, mo- mostly in, in the car. 
Is this thing on? Yeah, it's it is. It's on. It's not very loud, but let's okay. see if the rest of it works. <laughs> uh, mostly in the car, like car cigarette smell. Car cigarette smoke and house cigarette smoke is very man. That stick around. Yeah, that's something that I will forever. My mom never smoked. Uh huh. My mom. My dad, I think, tried one cigarette when he was 12 and threw up all over himself. Mm -hmm. But all of my grandparents smoked. I think my grandpa and my mom's side quit. But my mom's mom smoked Uh a lot. Mm -hmm. And that was the smell that I associated with her before I knew that it was was terrible. Yeah. But... um, you know, even now I don't love cigarette smoke. Mm-hmm. I can't be near you. You accidentally blow it in my face once in a while, and I hate it. Yeah. Um, but like the faint smell of it uh-huh. reminds me very much of being in a very specific place on J Road in Stamford, Connecticut, as a young child yeah. with grandparents. Yeah. You ever been a young child with grandparents? Sound off in the comments. Sound off. And uh, also, there was a dude in the first neighborhood that I am have memories of who smoked a pipe. And that's the shit. Yeah. Get you an old person who smokes a pipe. Yeah. Mary and, and I you. used to... Mary used to smoke a pipe. My, my best friend. Mary is the quintessential cooler, younger person who smokes a pipe. She's the coolest. And is like good at it. Yeah. And then we had a couple friends in college who smoked pipes just to be different. Just so one of us could have the smell around. We voted someone <laughs> to smoke a pipe. Make Alex do it. Alex has the brain capacity to smoke a pipe. That's funny. Are we moving on? Yeah, we can move on. Nothing to add from Zoya. Brooke says <laughs> something seemingly insignificant. That you have a strong opinion about. For example, mine is the amount of pillows on a bed. It's a firm five, which fucked me up for a couple minutes. Uh, We have six. We have six. Six is an even number. Do you sleep by yourself? Why are there five pillows on your bed? What does one person need with five pillows? The volume on the TV and the car need to be on an even number. That's like a mental thing. I've read that before. Let's take a break. What's yours? Um, I didn't give much thought to this. I have weird things that I talked about before. Like I, oh, I never take the first like soft drink lid off of the list of uh, what off of the pile. Of soft drink lids at like a subway or... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Because I think that somebody took it off and licked it and put it back. Um, gross. I don't know. What else? Oddly specific. There's I'm the kind of person who definitely would have something like that. And I probably have so many that I just can't pick out a real specific one right now. Yeah, I feel like I have so many like little uh, OCD type things that I don't find weird, but other people might find weird. Can you name any or no? Uh, the way towels are folded. Yeah. 
Uh, How should they be folded, in your opinion? The right way, my way. Okay, well, that's just <laughs> manipulative. Uh, You're just a control so, freak. Okay, so Jamie and I, my business partner and I, were setting up, uh, you know, the room and trying to organize and get everything, you know, in order. And she started putting away the capes that we bought. And Zoya at, trained superheroes. At one point, I was like, can I please have those? Stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And she goes, what? And I was like, they, they have the to. Time. I was like, they have to be folded a certain way. I was like, I will do it. And she said. And she was like, yeah, that's fine. And then I was like, please put the pretty side up facing out. Oh, no. Now other people I think are she like looked at it. me like I was fucking crazy, but I don't think she wanted to like offend me. But it's okay. I can take it. I know I'm crazy a little you bit. You do a thing, and this is, I think somebody else asked us, I think Jesse asked us, what are, what's something that's like a touchy subject? Remind me to fucking, I hope I make my point on this. <laughs> what's like a touchy subject that you're, you can't really bring up around the other person without starting a fight or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my first and only thought about this was that we don't really have that that I could think of Mm-mm. because we, if there's ever a problem, we talk about it right away, maybe too soon sometimes, but there's not really anything I feel like I can't talk to you about. Even if it's like going to be a heated discussion, right? We don't really like shy away from that type of stuff. We don't bottle stuff up and hope it goes away. We like talk about everything. Yeah. That's true. But when you clean your you, <laughs> your demeanor changes and you're no longer a fun person. I'm in the zone, man. Yeah, We've but had that this doesn't change what I'm before. what I'm See? You could be in the Fucking, zone and be a know fun what? person. I commented on Je- Jesse's uh uh question and and I told him he was an instigator and he laughed at it. So I think the Jesse, deeper question is why as a viewer of this show do you want to pick at us until we fight about something? God that's damn a it. that's a question I have for you. Honestly, <laughs> there was there was something yesterday that annoyed me. Okay, so because <laughs> uh, we're gonna skip, skip. What's what's Jesse's question? Let's ask it. I didn't even write it down. <laughs> it was exactly what I said. Just re- yeah. remind yourself so, of what I said. So. Yesterday, I, I took a nap and I had asked you to change over the laundry while I was in the shower, right? And then this is the kind of shit that like it slightly annoys me, but it's not enough for me to like sit there and be like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. You know, uh, because that's how I am, you know. Uh, imagine if that's how I talk to you. Like I would have left a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but it's like frustrating, you know, because it's like you set the alarm and then I fell asleep on in the bed after. <laughs> if you set an alarm for the laundry, because of course it's time because we share laundry with the entire first floor mm-hmm. and then a, an hour and a half nap turns into an hour and a half of laundry just sitting in the washer and dryer. Sounds like somebody should have set two alarms. <laughs> and then as soon as I get up, I say, Hey Mike, did you take the laundry out of the dryer? And he goes, Oh shit. 
And I can't get too mad at that point because Mike was making me dinner at that point too. You know what is my, here is, here are, thank you, Jesse, for this, all of my honest thoughts about that. Number one, first and foreskin, I apologize for not getting the clothes when it was the designated time to get the clothes. I know why that's annoying, not only to you and just a little bit to me, but also to other people on a Sunday who may be waiting to get the dryer and the washer for their own Mm -hmm. purposes. That's my biggest thing. I know that if, and you're always caring about other people so much. And I know (laughs) that if I was one of those other people, I would also be mad at me. Yeah. But then I know for me in my own little world, I'm cooking dinner for my sleeping wife. I'm making sure all of that is in order. I got some great ideas that I was talking to Steve and Ryan about. I was also making my own things. So my brain doesn't work perfectly when I am, and I think that you'll be familiar with this phrase, in the zone. And stuff that I deem not as important as my creative energy slips through the crack when... I am on fire doing a thousand things at once. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I wasn't. See, someone last week uploaded a previous episode of the podcast because you were doing work stuff, right? Yes. So I think we both make the same mistakes. So I think a little leeway is in order when it comes to uh, mentally sleeping through the alarm that's like, go pick up clothes. Your clothes are No, I get it. I get it. I can't be... And even last night, I tried to like build a bridge and get over it as fast as possible because it's not worth it. You know, like, yes, is it annoying for me to have to like get up and do finish doing laundry? Yes, it is. It was... And it's fine. Yes, it's and I'm done. sorry about that. Yeah. I'm it's, not saying that what I did is totally excused no. because I was doing other things. I'm saying I did the thing because I was doing other things. Right. And that's the way my brain works. I appreciate that. And I appreciate it. And I immediately like check myself, right? If you want me to take the clothes out of the laundry, that has to be the only thing I do that day. <laughs> 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 and that... <laughs> But this is also after I cleaned the house. So that's why I think that's why I also got annoyed. And I got annoyed because I hate when I cleaned the house. We like you're the the only person like you you are Mickey Mouse in that fucking cartoon where he has the stupid hat on and he's making the brooms do whatever the fuck he wants. Jesse, fuck you, Jesse. Thanks, Jesse. Jesse, go fuck yourself. I want a divorce (laughs) from Jesse. What's next? But that's not even a fight. That's just us talking about how we work. We work really well as a team, Mm -hmm. but we also love each other very much because of who we are as individuals. So I know that you're always going to be a certain way and you know that I'm always going to be a certain way. We're never going to live a life where it's like, oh, everything's perfect all the time because we're not fucking Pixar characters. (laughs) So this is a good... um, 
you know, if you live with somebody else or you're planning to someday, just know that this is how it is. Justin says, this is why I said what I said in the beginning. How do you get people interested and hopefully involved in projects or events you're working on? Uh, let me say this as an artist, you're usually making things. Why am I saying you're as an artist? I'm making things that I want to make in that moment for reasons that I want to make them. But for other people to dig that shit, it's very hard to be like, I'm going to make whatever I want to make. It's harder to get people on board when you're always doing exactly what you want to do with no benefit to anybody else where you start to pick up steam as an artist or a creative person is when your shit resonates with other people for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And it's the difference between making a comedy video where I'm like, I think that this is funny or making a video that happens to be funny. That is helping people solve a problem. Because there's an added value to it. What? I'm just... Say no. what you want to say. I was just going back to... I I had a thought about saying fuck you to Jesse and hearing him laugh about it and later on. I'm Another sorry. super important <laughs> thing you do when you live with the person that you love is that you don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> so that turned off again. When did that turn off, do you think? So I, I made a really good point. I'm sorry. I know. I fucked your shit up. I, I'm sorry. Keep going. So I would ask yourself, as I would ask my own self, what? think about your audience. What benefit does the stuff that you're making have to them? What is its value? What is its value? It's making people laugh, especially for someone like you. You love to make people laugh. Yes, but in order to make people laugh, I have to talk about, I think I have to talk about the truth mm-hmm. and how that might affect me and other people. Right. You know, when they talk about comedy being relatable. Right. That's like, I think it's funny because I'm going through this. Who else is going through yeah. this? What was that? There's what now? Another hair somewhere. Who's? I don't have a beard or a mustache. But you are close to that microphone all the time and the only person that's been there for three months. It could be like a hair from before. Maybe one of your um, eyebrow hairs fell out and got stuck in the mic. Taco says, who was slash is the most influential person in your life and why? Zoya. My mom. I think that's always going to be the answer. Yeah. Can you say why? She is like a superhero. Uh, She raised five kids by herself. She She raised five kids. You hear that? She had a big family and money was tight. And so she'd staple numbers onto their t-shirts and invite all the neighborhood people to take bets on which small Albanian child would touch the stop sign first. Funny story is one summer, (laughs) one summer, my sisters wouldn't go to sleep. Uh Uh, And they were like, I'll race you to the stop sign and back. My mom was like, all right, put on your sneakers. If I win, you guys got to go back 
go inside and whatever. My mom kicked the shit out of both my sisters, yeah. like literally beat them in a foot race and she sent their asses to bed. And then you got to go to bed and you got to be like kind of sweaty in your bed and like it's pitch black and you're in the same room as your sisters and you're like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like watching from the window, from the bedroom window because I had already gotten sent to bed. Yeah. I probably did something bad. Mm-hmm. And you I was weren't like going to run. Them. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> I would have at that age. I was like eight years old. You would have run, but what place would you have come in out of five? Last. Yeah. For sure. Because your legs are yeah. like Lego person legs. But yeah, my mom, my mom was super strict. Uh, she was kind of no bullshit. She still kind of is. Um, she worked hard, and that's where I got my work ethic from. You mm. know, my mom is just... She's just all around, just a really incredible, hardworking woman and just a, a well of knowledge. And she's my homie. Yeah. You know? Mine are my parents, too. Yeah. <clears throat> because my parents have never in my whole life discouraged me from doing something that I really would be serious about mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, usually when you talk about influences, like I have comedic influences, I have music influences, but I would have never even gotten that far without my parents being like, yeah, as long as you get all your shit done, you could be a musician or mm-hmm. as long as you, whatever, we got no problem with you doing comedy as long as blah, blah, blah. Right. So I wouldn't have even gotten as far as like, oh, I really like the way that that person does stuff. Let me apply it to the way that I do stuff without my parents being like, yeah, if you want to do it, take care of your shit and go for it. So it will always be, my parents are the baseline for everything. Yeah. It's like there's a painting and there's no canvas without my parents. Right. Being like, you should buy a canvas. Yeah. I, yeah, man, good parents are, Hard to find. Yeah. What else do you have there? Heather says, and this is something I feel like we've answered a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, What did you dress up for Halloween (laughs) as a kid? And then she told the story about how she dressed up as a overworked doctor once manifesting because she's trying to be that. And, uh, and then she said she got to a Halloween party and there was more of a sexy ladybug vibe and she was just the doctor with bags under her eyes. Hers was probably the better costume, uh, a little more thought put into it instead of just throwing on a sexy fit. Um, sexy fit. That's the yeah. most British shit you've ever said in your life. Uh, Rachel Skidmore is calling me right now, but I'm okay. not going to answer. Okay. Okay. Uh, I dressed up, I was probably like nine or 10, maybe a little bit younger. And I dressed up a half boy, half girl. Mm. So I had like a ponytail on one side and like all my hair was slick. I had my mom cut. I've told the story before. Yes. And I think that was my favorite outfit or my favorite like costume. Hmm. Cause everything else was like, like a, like a bum. You know, Why? all, uh, yeah, I had on like, you know, my uncle's old, uh, 
suit. That's the easiest one. Yeah. Just put on the biggest clothes you, you can have. Fine. Yeah. Um, a witch, you know, mm-hmm. like just. Was that yesterday? Bam. You guys, this has been welcome to our podcast. Bam. And the show's Mike not is, over. Mike Zoe. is canceled. The show's not over and you can't cancel me, Zoe. Okay. Speaking of things that are not getting canceled, we have a sponsor, PJ Abiganya. He's freaking out a little bit. He says he's a big fan. Why is he freaking out? I don't know. Right now or when he was writing that? When he was writing this, I guess. PJ, don't freak out. You know, not to freak out. PJ, I'm kind of freaking out because I love what you have here and I love and I can't wait to share this. Love what you have. Okay. My friends and I here my friends and I here in San Diego are working on opening up a coffee co- a coffee shop called Scola Coffee. Nice. That's S C H O L A Coffee on Instagram. In our neighborhood of Paradise Hills, a community of color with a very large low to middle class population. We have a lot of plans. A big one is to be is to go brick and mortar. And our main goal is to offer sa- a safe place with great coffee where students, young and old, can be surrounded by people who want to see them succeed, explore their creative side, and discover their passions. Gonna need Wi-Fi for that. Uh-huh. The three of us have a lot of different people in our circles with various degrees of professionalism in a wide range of fields. I'd like to have a place where if someone came in, I could point to any one of my other friends to help that person out. I love that, by the way. I think that is unbelievable, and I love doing that with my people. Always surround yourself with people you could depend on. Uh huh. I also want to even offer- if after a few years you figure out that you can't depend on them. I also want. <laughs> I also want to offer a free after-school program. I'm a site director with another company now, but I'd like very much to be to educate young minds using my own ideas and skills without any creative restrictions. On top of all of this, we'd also. Uh, add to the list of venues in the city for music, comedy, even discussions as such and such. So whenever we are open and if the world doesn't kill us all, Mike and Zoya, I'd love to have y'all host the podcast and do a couple of sets in-house or at least serve you both coffee and food. I think we could do a little bit of all of these. I would love some coffee right now. Is there anything you could do? (laughs) (laughs) Serving others is a huge passion of mine, and it's honestly one thing that I want to do until the day I die. Scola sells cold brew using local fair trade roasters and from time to time does special flavor releases. We don't do it often because of how small our operation is and with current pandemic restrictions, but we try to keep our socials updated. Love you guys. Mucho. Did you Thank say you for the love what uh, what the socials are if people want to follow? Yeah, it's uh, uh, Scola Coffee at Scola Coffee on Instagram. S C H O L A Coffee. I will put a link in the description. Um, 
But I love this. Yeah. I love Thank that. Thank you very much, you guys. Dude, going back a little bit of uh, PJ, you're a good fucking person. Oh, shit. Just blew Benny out of the water, by the way. Benny, go fuck yourself. Take a fucking <laughs> hike. <laughs> Dude, Benny was like, am I a good person? Um, Not I, anymore, I, Benny. I can never forgive somebody who hurt a member of my family. Am I a good person? And PJ's like, I just want to serve the community and inspire the community. <laughs> I love that. This is literally like, this made my day. And uh, PJ, I can't wait to come down to San Diego. Yeah, man. Congratulations. I hope that uh, things continue to get better. And I hope that um, you're able to, I, I think that you will uh, realize your goals with your friends. So awesome of you to fucking surround yourself with people who have a similar uh, drive. That's the fucking key, man. You know, and uh, yeah, keep on keeping on with your yeah. friends. Yeah. Um, all right. Why don't you tell us about a $10 group, Mike? $10 group of what? The Patreon? Yes. Which is, uh, where you can go to contribute to the show if you want. And it's my absolute, uh, it's been a great help to us throughout the past eight or nine years of this stuff. And there's all different groups you could join. Every member of the Patreon gets access to the Discord and full video episodes of this podcast. You're watching one right now and I'm looking right back in your ass. The $10 group gets their name said on the podcast in a fun way. And that sounds like something like this. Uh, Claire Ochusky. Uh, Sydney Trombetta. Bobster Jazz. William Niles Wilson. Mm. Beth Bush. Bailey Doty. Benjamin Fuchs. Milky Beans. Matthew J. Palka. Erwin Gavier. Jacob Alvey. Alice May Mulvaney, Felicia Shimberry, Shane Welsh, Felicia, uh, fuck, Faith Rebecca Borga. I don't know. I always want to call her Felicia, and I know better. Emily H., Brian uh, Alonzo, Ed Birch, Lexi Parlier, Hannah McCurry, Taylor Rutherford, Tyler. I call them Taylor. <laughs> Sorry. Scott Harrington. Uh, Aubrey Ferreira, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, Mr. Feeney, Chris Robinson, Michael Cavagile, Riley Dunn, Logan Snyder, Maya Melvick, uh, Marquise Cruz, Kaylee Do uh, Chloe Donnelly, Rob DeVue, Frederick Ingbrethson, <laughs> Hayden Record, Alyssa Morano, Benjamin puts the lotion on the, the skin. Lotion on the skin. <laughs> Hannah Borman, <laughs> Josh Steppen, Antlier, Kaylee, uh, Kate Farrow, Jess Enright, Katie H, Gabrielle Silco, Lou Drake, Devram Kissoon, Niles Nilquist, Nyquist. What the fuck? Nyquist. Laura, <laughs> Laura Suarez. Think Wrinkles, Belinda Allen, Joseph Dilcox, Katie Lee G, Lillian Carrillo, Tatiana Clay, Greg Barboza, and the Chocolate Starfish with the <laughs> hot dog flavored water. Good name. Good name. Jason Perryman, Magnus Silva, Nick Forcier, Hillstate, Emily Borky, K 
Kayla Johnson, Christine Camille, Grant Levisior, Nicholas Anderson, Wandering G Bear, Sean Stone, Joe Finney, Lexi, Monique Quistorf, Ryan Ashbrook, Chelsea Thomas, uh, Halico Petir. I fucked that up. I know I did. Uh, Troy R., uh, Kristen Kane, Danielle D. Verona, Heather Ashley, Marcus Oreo, Just Josh, Pinhead Larry, <laughs> Shaylin O'Mara, Rob Johnson, John Robinson. Wow. What? <laughs> Hold on. Wow. Jar, Jar Robinson. Robinson. Shiggity Diggity 13, Dara McGrath, Valerie York, Lauren Daughtery, Rachel Mittens, uh, Taylor, Corey Griffiths, Jason Cunn, Helen Ford, Gary Parsons, Micah Espritu, John Nathaney, (laughs) Sleepy Boy Cadote, Jonathan Mulvaney, Mulvaney, Kendall Marie, Annie Kless Birkin, Justine Johnson, Shiggity Diggity 12, Nestor DeLeon III, Bailey and Garrett Kirkendall, Bryden Coffsmith, Jacob D. Bradford, Katie A., Katie Taylor, Sergeant Spotty, Superfloss, and Spotty Matthew or Sparty? Sparty. Sparty. And Matthew Creason. You guys, thank you so much. And we love you, and we thank you, and we will see you next week. Does the music make it harder, easier, more fun, less fun? Uh, more fun. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure. Yes. Uh, thank you all for joining us this week. We'll thank give you. this right up to you. Mm-hmm. Zoe, this continues to be one of my favorite parts of the week because you're not yelling at me to do some shit, and we're creating for... People who seem to enjoy it very much. Until Jesse fucks us over and causes an argument. Thank well, sometimes you, you gotta fight. Thank you, Jesse. Sometimes it's important to fight. It is important to fight. For what you believe in. You gotta fight. Fight for the right. Fight to your for your right to party next to, to your neighbors who aren't gonna do jack shit but make comments about you on a website. Also, fuck you, Diane. <laughs> <laughs>